Hey everyone, it's Rumble with Michael Moore, and I'm Michael Moore. You know, can we just talk heart to heart for a few minutes? I know you've been down, and I know you're depressed. I mean, just look at what's been going on. Trump threatening martial law and promising not to leave if he loses. COVID-19, once again on the rise and expected to kill 400,000 Americans by the new year. Our West Coast is literally on fire. And our hero, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is gone. The despair, it worsens. Could 2020 get any worse? And as I woke up this morning on day 204 of my virus-imposed lockdown, I have to tell you, my friends, I was weirdly, suddenly, happy. Happy. Happy about what, you say? Well, the coup was underway. And you know, if he has to do a coup, he knows he's going to lose. And that's good news. I was happy that he put a wackadoodle on the Supreme Court. Oh, praise Jesus. That's all the voters of America needed to hear. That somebody who believes that men should have their hands on women's bodies and control their reproductive systems should be on the Supreme Court. Thank you for helping us get out the vote, Donald Trump. Oh my God, I got up, I got up out of bed and I, and I just thought, oh my God, how incredible. He only paid $750 in taxes. Could we have been handed a better gift? Oh, I'm telling you, it doesn't get better than this. I mean, don't forget, he also called your uncle, who died in World War II, a loser. And your brother, who died in Vietnam, a sucker. Do you feel the stampede to the polls? Because it's happening. The lines are already there. The lines are growing day by day by day. They get longer and longer and longer. Now, I know you're saying to yourself, Mike, have you lost your marbles? No, no, no. Well, then how could you say that it's a good thing that the coup has started? Well, like I said, it's a sign. It's a sign that he knows that he's going to lose. He had to mess with our our post office in order to win. He had to destroy the U.S. post office. I mean, none of us were paying any attention to the post office. You know, I wasn't. I mean, I don't know how often you pick up your mail. I I might go to my mailbox, you know, twice a week. Uh, when's the last time you used one of those those big blue boxes out on the street? When you said to somebody, oh, oh, I got to get down there. 
to the big blue box on the street and mail this letter. No, no, no. You've got so many forever stamps, you don't know what to do with them all. You're thinking, oh my God, I am going to have these stamps forever. Why did I buy so many? See, we didn't pay attention. He started removing those mailboxes and removing the mail sorting machines months and months ago, but nobody paid any attention because we took it for granted, like we do our democracy. We didn't notice that the mail had slowed down. Never again, my friends. Never again. Now we love our post office. We embrace those big blue boxes. Yes, we're going to, as much as possible, try to vote in person this year because there's probably no way to fix being destroyed in such a short period of time. But that's okay. We can vote in person. Just wear a mask. Bring some hand sanitizer. Keep your distance from the other voters. Bring a Clorox wipe to wipe the little pen or pencil or thing you gotta touch to vote. That's all you've gotta do. That's the only sacrifice that's being asked of you. My dad was asked to load himself into an amphibious ship and storm a beach where half the guys died. That's the sacrifice Americans used to make. Martin Luther King and the civil rights workers risked their lives. People were hanged. Women went for 200 years and are still going through it. The harassment and the abuse and, and working for less money. And they, they, they still are there and they're still fighting. And yes, it's a sacrifice. But we're have, we have to be willing to make that sacrifice. I'll make it. Will you make it? We have no choice. We have no choice. And don't forget the United States Senate. With a Democrat in the White House, we only need to flip three seats. We can do that. Come on. I think we can flip five. Hey, how about it if we flipped seven seats? That'll send a message. My friends, we have to crush Trump. We have to crush the Republican Party. We have to crush all his enablers in the Senate and the House. They've brought this upon themselves. We don't believe in a one-party system. We don't want just the Democrats, God forbid. All right, there will have to be a new party or maybe two new parties or whatever that will have to come forth. But not this party, not the Republican Party. This party's over. Their days are done. They have worked to destroy our country. And we won't tolerate that anymore. So goodbye, Trump. And goodbye, Republican Party. You're not the first party to have to be removed. The Federalist Party was, was just abolished in our early days. The Whig Party was abolished. There was the thing called the Democratic Republican Party. I don't even know what that was. That was abolished. So parties can die when they're no longer beloved by the American people. So goodbye, Republican Party, and goodbye, Republicans. 
because we need the tsunami of voters. We are coming to crush every single one of you and send you to the timeout room so you can think about what you've done to our great country. And once we are in charge of the White House and the Senate and the House, we are going to create history, my friends. Not just the history we created here on Election Day by ending fascism. Every one of us counts right now. Every one of us holds the power to end Trump, to end the Republicans, to end this totalitarian system that they want to live by. They've made a grotesque mistake. Because here we are. We, the American people, we are going to take charge right now. Every single one of us is going to make history between now and November 3rd. Don't listen to the naysayers. Rise out of your despair. Come forward and take back our great country. Think of things that you can do right now, between now and election day. There's so much. There's so much. I've already done one thing this morning. I reserved a U-Haul in Washington, D.C. for January 20th. That's just the kind of guy I am. That's right, Mr. Trump. I'll be there to help you at 8 in the morning to move you and your sorry ass out of the White House. Now I know you're saying to yourself, Donald, oh no, you don't need any help. You have people for that. Well, I'm people. I can help. I want to help. I've already got I've already got the U-Haul reserved. Now it's only a 15-footer. It's, it's what I feel safe driving around the streets of D.C., but we can get another one or two or three, whatever you need. I don't think you have a lot of books or anything you need to to move out of there, right? You don't have a lot of anything. I think most of your stuff is down at Mar-a-Lago or Trump Tower in, in New York. I mean, what is there left? Oh, I know, I know. There's all those McDonald's wrappers and KFC buckets. Just leave them there. There's, there's people there that will clean up after you. You don't need to worry about that. But I'll help you with everything else. And I think a lot of people listening to Rumble would be glad to show up on Inauguration Day and help you move. What? Oh, what's that you say? You're going to resign on January 19th, the day before? Well, why would you do that? Oh, I see. Oh, smart move. Right. You resign on the 19th. Pence becomes president for a day. And then he pardons you and your whole family. Very good thinking, Donald. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm now going to go reserve a U-Haul for both the 19th and the 20th, and I'll let you think about what it is you're going to do before you get out of here. All right? Come on, let's do this. Let me help. Let the American people help. They're already doing their job right now by voting you out of office. And I'll bet they'd love to be there to unload you from our White House. Oh, it's going to be a a beautiful day. We can even drive past the Senate, which will now be Democratic, because we flipped it on you. You screwed it all up, Don. You screwed it all up. It's okay. You'll always have Jeffrey Epstein's island to live on, away from everybody and everything. 
No, I don't think there is a KFC on that island. But you'll do fine. And you know what? You're going to end up healthier for it. You're going to end up being a better person. You and Tiffany and Ivanka and Donnie Jr. and Eric. Let, let Melania take Baron and raise him to be a good, a good citizen. The rest of you can just stay there on the island. Hey, and you know what? Once you're there for a while, you can pitch, you can pitch a reality show. Trump Island. It's like a, it's like a combination of Survivor and The Bachelorette. Except I know that I guess Ivanka would be the, the Bachelorette, and then you would be the. Uh, I don't know about that. Okay, that's a little, that's a little creepy for primetime television. Don't worry about that part. Just do just do Trump Island. Trump Island, oh my God, everybody will watch this. Even the people that don't like you will watch it because every week we will watch and we will see you there thousands of miles away from us. There. Permanently. For good. Oh, yes, we'll tune into that show. Oh, oh the ratings. Ratings will be skyrocketing. That's the way you got to think, Donald. This is good for you and America, but we don't care about that. It's good for you. You, Donald. Trump pilot voted there by the will of your fellow Americans. I can't wait. I just can't wait. We'll be right back after this word from our underwriter. Our underwriter for today's episode of Rumble with Michael Moore is ExpressVPN. Now, you've heard me talk about them before. They're one of our longtime uh, underwriters now here on Rumble. Uh, ExpressVPN stands for Virtual VPN, stands for Virtual Private Network. And this is what protects your security and privacy when you are online. Now, some people have asked me, Mike, oh, why do I need a VPN to protect me? Um, well, let me explain it this way. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? Now, why do you do that? That's because you don't want to let people looking in on you uh, when you're in there. It's not because you're paranoid. It's not because of anything. It's just because you want your privacy. So why would you let people look in on you when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPN, it's like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. And I believe I am the first person ever in any underwriting uh, spot to suggest such an image. But it's the truth. It's the truth. It's just our privacy. How much of our privacy do we have left? Every, every week, every month, it seems like we're being stripped more and more of just our basic our basic privacy that was so important to the founders of this country, they put it in the fourth amendment. You know, they had the first amendment, you know what that, all those things about freedom of speech and the press and religion and the second amendment, we know what that was. And then there's the third amendment, which I don't even know what that was. And then the fourth amendment was your privacy. They didn't have computers and things back then. So they didn't need an express VPN, but this is what we need now. This is the time we live in. It's a good thing to have. I mean, how many of you knew that your internet service provider, you know, places like Comcast and Verizon, how many of you know that they know every single website that you visited? And what's worse is that they can sell this information to ag companies and tech giants 
who will then use your data and target you. Well, ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. And the best part is using ExpressVPN, it's as easy as, if I may return to my analogy, closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and boom, you're protected. If you want your online activity to be your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash rumble. Okay, don't forget the, the rumble part on this, right? You go to expressvpn, that's express, I'll spell it out for you, expressvpn.com slash rumble. You sign up under Rumble, you get an extra three months free. Boom. There you go. That's expressvpn.com slash Rumble. Thank you, ExpressVPN, for being an underwriter. Uh, okay, now, so where were we? Um, yes, that's right. Yes. No, no, no. Okay, wait, no, no, no. we can cut the music for right now. Uh, that was, that's actually that's for the soundtrack to Rudy, uh, the, great, the great hero movie, the kid that wanted to play football, and uh, I believe for Notre Dame. Amy, Coney, Barrett, you went to Notre Dame. So did Rudy. We've been wanting to play Rudy's theme song ever since we began this podcast, but we couldn't find the right hook, the right, the right way to introduce it until you came along. Everything I said, though, before I acknowledged our underwriter is true. It is how I feel. And, and don't, please make no mistake about this. This election is not in the bag. Don't pay attention to these polls. I'm telling you, that was the death of you in 2016. I tried to warn you then. I'll warn you again. Don't listen to any of that stuff. Nothing is a sure thing. We're dealing with Donald J. Trump. He pulled it off once before, and you know in the back of your minds he can pull it off again. So don't take this for granted. You need to act every day, these 35 days between now and the election, every single day, as if, holy shit, he's going to get a second term. But I wanted to tell you that there is good news and there is there's something going on out there. We can do this. First, we have to lift ourselves out of our despair. We have to lift ourselves out of our cynicism. You know, yes, we all know about the Democrats and we wish they were better at what they do. And, and you know, I know people including myself, have been uh, critical of, of Joe Biden and, you know, we work for other candidates or whatever, but still, come on, we're 35 days away from the biggest ass whooping of all time of an authoritarian, totalitarian, malignant narcissist who thinks he can stay there, but we hold the power. So I just, I, what I want to do here now over these, you know, next few weeks, we have a number of really interesting podcasts ahead of us here, uh, episodes and uh, some great guests coming up here. I just want to share with you that there's this other side of me too that can see the future. If we do our job, if we leave it up just to the party, just to the candidate, it's too great of a risk, my friends. Arts is our democracy at stake. We didn't even get to have a full democracy. So I want that chance still. I want that chance in my lifetime. And so it won't happen if we let Trump have another four years. That's just that's just the freaking truth, and you know it. 
And that doesn't take anything away from what our concerns and criticisms are. Um, we can live to have that fight, but first we have to live another day to have that. We don't get the other day if we still have Trump in the White House. Wouldn't you much rather be playing offense? Us, the squad, all the good people playing offense with, against Biden, the Democrats, whatever, but they're in there. It's not a pipe dream to think that we can move that ball further down the field like it. I'm going to run out of sports analogies here. But I just want to tell you that right now, you've got one job to do. One job this week that all of us have to do, and that's called voter registration. Because my friends, beginning this Friday, October 2nd, the first states shut down voter registration. And if you're not registered by Friday in some of these states, you can't vote between now and November 3rd, or on November 3rd, it's over. The first thing you have to do, all of us have to do, is you have to go online to vote.org or any of a number of sites, Rock the Vote, LeBron James's site, and click on the link that, that says, check your voter registration. Check to see if you're registered. Now, you may think you're registered, and you may not be registered. You may have moved. Our system is such a mess. They have messed with the system. All of us have to verify right now, today, that we are registered to vote. That's your first thing you're going to do when we're done here in a few minutes. You're going to go on vote.org. That's, that's the easiest one to remember. Vote.org. And it will ask you, do you want to check your voter registration to make sure you're registered? You click on that link, and then it will ask you for your name and your address and your zip code. That's it. It's that easy. So all of us listening to this, hundreds of thousands of you who are listening to this, you need to do this. And then you need to contact over the next few days, every friend, family member, people you work with, used to work with, go to school with. So there you go. You've got your job for today, tomorrow. Register. Get other people to register. It's so easy. They made it so easy for us. Let's do that. Let's do it now. We'll have other things that I'll present to you over the coming days and weeks that we can do together. We're going to do this. We're going to do this because Trump, you're listening. I know you're listening. You're on your way out. And we're the ones who are going to send you out of the White House and off to wherever you're going. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Rumble with Michael Moore today here on this podcast in this most, most historic moment of our lives. We're in it right now. We're in it. We're going to win it. We're going to come out of our despair. And we're going to listen to the closing credit song from the Shawshank Redemption because there's no better way for us to head out there thinking about Tim Robbins and Morgan Freeman working on that boat on the beach. My thanks to our executive producer, Basil Hamden, our editor and sound engineer, Nick Quaz, and to everybody who's out there registering people right now, thank you for the work you're doing. This is it, folks. This is it. I'm Michael Moore, and this is Rumble. Rumble.